Zanzibar, an island off the coast of East Central Africa, is a part of the United Republic of Tanzania. It's a place famous for its fine beaches and crystal blue waters. Six degrees south of the equator, the Zanzibar archipelago basks in scorching sunlight for nearly half of the day, which gives rise to the high rate of cataracts. My name is Dong Lili. I'm an ophthalmologist from Taizhou People's Hospital in Jiangsu Province. I'm currently working in the Nazimoja Hospital of Zanzibar in Tanzania as one of the members of the 32nd Chinese medical team. I work in the outpatient department every Monday and Friday, and on the other workdays, I will carry out surgeries. Most operations I have done here are for cataracts and glaucoma patients. A cataract is a common eye condition among older adults over 60 and is usually preventable with regular tests and treatment. But in places like the East African island of Zanzibar, many are suffering needless pain. One thing special about the cataracts cases here is that the patients are getting younger. I often came across patients in their 20s or 30s. Once I had a very beautiful young girl who came to me for serious vision loss. I felt so sorry for her, and I promised to make her see again. For people who have cataracts, seeing through cloudy lenses is like looking through a frosty window. As the patients age, cataracts can spread and even completely block the light passing through their lenses. In developing countries like Tanzania, cataracts are the leading cause of blindness, though the operation to remove them takes as little as 10 minutes. Most of the patients come to me with very serious eye conditions. It's not like when we are in China, people go to the hospital when their vision gets a little worse. Here, they won't see the doctor until there's no time left for delay. So, why has this treatable and preventable disease become such a fatal condition here? Identified by the United Nations as one of the least developed regions in the world, Zanzibar has for years been plagued by high maternal mortality, child mortality, and especially communicable diseases such as HIV, AIDS, malaria, and TB. It also has one of the worst doctor-patient ratios in the world, with one physician per 20,000 patients, according to the WHO estimates. The situation is even worse in rural areas, where oftentimes only nurses are available in health facilities. Since 1964, Zanzibar has been receiving medical support from the Chinese government. In the past 59 years, China's Jiangsu province has sent 26 medical teams to Zanzibar, including 677 medical personnel, treating more than 6.3 million outpatients and performing over 240,000 operations. As the team with the longest experience and the most passionate doctors, the Chinese medical team to which Dr. Dong Lili is a member, is welcomed by the local residents as health messengers in white.
Once I had a patient diagnosed with an orbital tumor, the tumor was so big that he could barely open his eyes. According to the imaging test, the surgery had to be done immediately, otherwise it could cost him his life. But when I told him there could be no more delays, he just smiled and did not say anything. Later, I find out that he couldn't even afford a boat ticket to the capital city to get the surgery done, let alone anything else. Thinking of his smile and the way he looked at me, I talked with the local doctors to see whether we could do the surgery here in Nazimoja with some basic equipment. Luckily, the surgery went well despite many difficulties in the process. Though healthcare insurance cover is nationwide in Tanzania, many patients still have their problems untreated due to limited resources and inadequate medical infrastructure. You may not believe it, but some people can't even afford eye drops. Even he's going to lose his sight because of the high pressure in his eye. So I often bring some common medicines to my office. If the patient really can't afford it, I will give it to them for free. Aside from the complex situation surrounding eye disease in Zanzibar, there were far more challenges waiting for Dung Lili when she first arrived here. The first thing I had to solve was the language. Few people here can speak English. They are communicating Swahili. Though we have a local system to help with the translation, there were still some misunderstandings. So I spent a lot of time learning Swahili. Now she has mastered some simple phrases when seeing the patients, such as looking down, looking up, close your eyes. Just one of the many skills that an eye doctor in Zanzibar has to master. Some you might find surprising. Growing leafy greens, for example. The one thing I can't bear here is that there are no green leaves. For me, it's okay to eat only vegetables, but greens are a must. So we bought some seeds and set up a little patch in our backyard. It was hard to get fertilizer in Zanzibar, but we finally managed to grow some pak choy and had some meals with it. But, as a doctor, the most difficult thing for her to adapt to was the poor medical conditions and facilities, which made it extremely difficult to carry out the surgery. A phacoemulsifier and a microscope are the two vital instruments we use in a cataract surgery. However, the equipment here has been in use for many years and would be almost obsolete models in China. And even some basic tools, like scissors and tweezers, are often wrongly used or rusty. For an eye doctor, it's a scary thing to operate with a blurry microscope or instruments that don't work. It took me about a month to get used to such a working environment. The device Dong Li Li is referring to is now the most common way to treat cataracts. However, despite being in place for over four decades, it is rarely practiced in Zanzibar due to the high cost of equipment and consumables. 
But all these daunting tasks have done nothing to deter the passion of Dunglili. Since she arrived in Zanzibar in October 2022, Dr. Dung has performed 297 cataract operations, lifting the cloudy haze for local patients and bringing a clear world back for them. Where there's a will, there's a way. It's a proverb I always believe in. You can always turn impossibilities into something achievable, as long as you work hard for it. If the patients are unable to see the doctor, then the doctors will come to them. Every year, a Chinese medical team will carry out free outreach schemes in deprived areas in Zanzibar, such as Pemba Island. The little-known location is only 50 kilometers away from Zanzibar Island and can be reached through flights or boats. But even the cheapest boat ticket costs about $30 one way, which is almost one-third of a young man's monthly income in this village. Recognizing the significance of medical support in Pemba, Dr. Dong tirelessly conducts operations and is spreading awareness of the importance of regular eye checkups and basic eye care practice. There's no equipment in Pomba for falco emulsification, which is a common cataract surgery procedure. So we have to use a more conventional way of treatment. This makes our job much harder. Chinese doctors come here two to three times every year, and every time we perform over 20 cases. Even then, we still can't keep up with the number of patients here. But at least some people are getting their sight restored, and that makes me very happy. Moreover, the approach of the Chinese doctors goes well beyond simply providing medical treatment. Training and education have always been a crucial part of their job. Just as the Chinese proverb goes, give a man a fish and you feed him for a day. Teach a man to fish and you feed him for a lifetime. Since 2016, China's Jiangsu government has been cooperating with Nazi Mnoja Hospital to carry out standardized training for obstetrics and gynecology and operating room nurses. Tanzanian medics will receive a short-term training in China first, and then go through several rounds of simulation and clinical practice in local hospitals. Now the good news is that four obstetrics and gynecology nurses in Nazi Mnoja Hospital are now able to perform surgery independently. But the situation in the ophthalmology department is much worse. Local doctors still lack the necessary skills and experience in carrying out cataract and glaucoma surgery. There used to be only two days for operations, Tuesday and Thursday. Later, the director of ophthalmology came to me and asked if I could include Wednesday too. On one hand, there were more patients waiting for operations. Another reason was that I could then teach more local doctors. One more operation day means dozens more operations to perform every week. But Dong Li Li was more than happy to take this suggestion. If local doctors can become trained to perform surgery on their own, they can better serve the local community. That's what I hope to see. So I agreed without hesitation when they suggested more training lessons. As a result of their unremitting efforts, healthcare levels and well-being of the Tanzanian people 
has been largely improved, with Nazi Umnoja Hospital having grown into the largest comprehensive hospital in Zanzibar, hosting more than 10 sections including specialized services such as neurosurgery. Long-term cooperation with Chinese medical teams and the hard work of local medics have given rise to a highly efficient work mode. When a patient comes, he can quickly be assigned to each consulting room according to his condition. For example, the patients assigned to me present mainly with cataract or glaucoma, or some complicated eye diseases that local doctors can't solve. Dr. Nazir from the local hospital has been working as the assistant of Dong Li Li for half a year. To African doctors like Nazir, Chinese medical staff are not only their teachers and friends, but are more like a real family. Usually before the patients come to my room, my assistants have already checked their eyesight and gather some basic data, which makes my job much smoother. The impact of the Chinese medical team has kindled a profound sense of gratitude and admiration in the hearts of the Zanzibari people. The deepest impression Dong Li Li had about local people is that they trust Chinese doctors completely. You don't have to worry about anything except for taking good care of their health. They never doubt you. They trust you 100%. And to repay their kindness, we have to put in 100% effort. That's what a doctor should do. Countries may have borders, but doctors have none. Across the vast continent of Africa, more than 300 Chinese doctors are selflessly dedicating themselves to the humanitarian cause. When asked why they choose to stay here, Dong Li Li says there is nothing more rewarding than using their knowledge and skills to help more people and transform their lives. However, she did hesitate momentarily before she decided to step on the African island. When our hospital was recruiting a medical support team for Africa, my son had just entered high school. That was my biggest concern. In China, there's nothing more important than a three-year study in high school. This is a life-changing time. But if I went to Africa, I would be away from my family for two years. The inbuilt responsibility and care for her child plagued Dong Li Li a lot. She didn't want to miss the most crucial period in her son's life, nor the chance to relieve the pain of thousands of lives in Africa. Thankfully, the wholehearted support of her family dispelled her concerns. Dong Li Li's husband, Lin Jie, is also a doctor at Taizhou People's Hospital. He even volunteered to join the medical team for the sake of his wife. Actually, I was thinking maybe I could go to Zanzibar instead of her. I worry about her. But the department I'm in is not required in the team, so I told her not to worry and that I will look after our whole family. Staying home alone was, however, a challenge for Lin. I felt a little overwhelmed after she left home. All the housework, kids' school stuff and hospital work, all of these suddenly came to me. But thanks to the care and concern from the hospital, my burden has been relieved a lot and now I can have more time for my family. 
Throughout her time abroad, Dongli Li was always concerned about the grades of her son. But, to her surprise, he performed even better at school than she expected. On the one hand, he worries about his mom very much. On the other hand, he's very proud of her. He used to have some misconceptions about being a doctor, thinking that it was a bad job to have. But now he's started to develop a passion for medicine too, especially under his mother's influence. If you use one word to sum up Dong Li Li, it is optimistic. She is someone who believes that there are always solutions no matter what happens. Harsh conditions, grueling work and the long separation from her family have never shaken her confidence and hopes for a brighter future. There's a slogan posted in the courtyard of our base. It says, give priority to saving lives through thick and thin, with total devotion and ultimate love. We see these words every day when we open the windows. This has been my rock throughout my time here, and the ultimate spirit of Chinese medical team. Looking back at my days here, I never doubted the decision I made. Although there's blood, sweat and tears, there's also joy, gratitude and friendship, right? I think the years spent in Africa are definitely one of the most unforgettable memories of my life. Years later, I still miss our friends here, and the days we lived and worked together like a big family. As the sun sets over the tranquil shores of Zanzibar, Dong Li Li continues to illuminate the lives of those she touches. Across the African continent, over 20,000 doctors like her have been carrying out their missions, demonstrating that the power to heal lies within the human spirit. With that, we conclude this edition of Footprints. Thanks for listening. I'm Bob Jones. If you're interested in hearing more stories from our new series, Connected, just key in Footprints, and you can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.